How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? I am perpetually sleepy. How's it going tonight, Mango? I'm also perpetually sleepy. Yeah. I mean, not actually, yeah, it's... <laughs> oh, this is a lifestyle choice at this point. It's been I wear pajamas enough. in public, like Walmart. It's fair to appreciate being in the same club, even if that club is like a recovery club for something, right? You can still get <laughs> camaraderie recovery? there. I have so much sleep inertia, it just carries between days now. That's a lot. That's pretty rough. That's what caffeine's for, though. Just take chemical additives. Here's the thing, though. I don't know if I have a tolerance to it or if I'm just getting reverse effects. Mm -hmm. But, like, it can be okay in the morning. Like, I do notice um, I'll get, like, a little jittery closer to lunch. But, like, I just had some caffeine with dinner because that's the only carbonated beverage I had. And I don't feel more awake. In fact, I've yawned, like, four times before this call, and I don't know what's up. That's just any time yeah. I take caffeine. It's a, If I need to sleep, I could take 200 milligrams of caffeine and be, like, out. It'd be the best nap ever. I would wake up feeling god-awful, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't fully understand that, but I know that that's the, the ADHD thing, right? Yeah. It, it flips the effect for some people. Yeah, because it gives you dopamine, and dopamine tells your brain, hey, just chill out. We're good. And I'm like, oh my god, you're right. I can chill out. I'm gonna go to sleep. Maybe I've developed more of that in my older age than when I was like mm-hmm. 22. Because okay, that used to be like my get up and go. It was my cure-all for everything. Oh, uh-huh. were you at a party last night? Have an energy drink. Oh, you're good forever now. Cool. Right. This is back. the pep that you put in your step. Dr. Pep. this is medicine (laughs) tastes Um, like well hopefully we can all stay awake long enough to record another esteemed episode Um, this is a rare occasion for us that we come in with a specific uh, specific area we want to talk about for like a guest episode but just to like throw out any sense of preparation we'll just describe what we were talking about in advance of this i guess we brought on our attack on titan expert i cannot promise the entire episode would be about attack on titan because i don't know if we have that much supporting expertise i don't want to undersell dave maybe he's also i know the term's not understudy this came up recently <laughs> not, no one's gonna die uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh Unless unless you're you're really going to provide a, a tremendous amount of critique, this might not go the full hour, and it might just evolve into us talking about other things. But that's okay. We're all friends here. It, it could also just become us reciting, hey, remember this part of the show? How cool was mm-hmm. that? Um, yeah. But enough time has passed. That was the courtesy time. I mean, obviously, everyone will have seen the conclusion to the Attack on Titan anime. Um, at this point, I, I mean, if not, like, what are you poor? Like, can you not afford subscriptions to things? <laughs> what are they um, stupid? <laughs> what are they stupid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but <Et-o>. that, <laughs> that's your final warning. Um, if you do not want to listen to a podcast where we talk about the Attack on Titan finale and a retrospective for the entire season. And the rumors behind the creator of the, the the manga and some of the personal pictures we took, like, this is your time to tap out. That's it. Now you're good. All right. We're all in. So what is Attack on Titan? <laughs> For the people who paid no attention to any of that spoiler. <laughs> so those who are not familiar with Shinkeki no Kyojin, uh... Oh my god! Attack on Titan is basically a shonen anime that came out. It must have been like a decade ago now. I think right? the anime yeah. is like a decade old. Yeah, so the anime is decade old. Uh, the manga has been out for however long. It's been over um, for three years, man. <laughs> Did you say over three years? <laughs> up to date on the manga. Um, yeah, the manga ended so, like two to three years ago. Yeah. 
So gotcha. she's been up on what's been going on and how everything ended for so long. And also, I would like more meme sent to me, please. Um, mm-hmm. Now that we can't really be spoiled, but this is something that really took the world by storm out of how violent it was. Because the it starts off very quickly with titans come in and start like ravaging and like eating people. You go, holy shit! Mm-hmm. It's really violent and terrible. Um. And it had, like, a crazy cool opener. And it just, you know, it was a very fun, exciting anime. And people were very much on board with it. And then the release cadence became weirdly slow and slow. And finally, they released the third part of the final season, which they're kind of (laughs) doing as, like, movie-length feature things. Um, And the show, I loved. I loved it so much. It was so cool. And then the ending blows it blows so hard like it blow, blew I'm him just, away i'm really disappointed with how it ended <laughs> um and i think everyone here is kind of of a similar mindset please correct me if i'm wrong like the show hated the ending yeah yeah hated how the ending was executed yeah i think that, that that's that's an important way to put it yeah like it ended in a way where it's like if i just look at that it's like okay cool uh, was not a fan of how they actually executed it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we pretty much wanted to have like a dedicated episode to talk about this because it's been a a huge part of our anime for a long time. I mm-hmm. think for me at least, it is my number one anime. I think it even beats Code Geass. Um, for like most liked, or what do you mean by number one anime? Like, this is my favorite anime to watch as far as Dang. things going on in it, um, the animation, the story and character arcs, for me. Interesting, interesting. I don't watch a lot of anime. I feel like you got to judge Dave for that one, though. I don't know. So, the reason for this is because Dave and I both were in the Code Geass train. I, like Dave, I got into anime pretty much around Code Geass. I saw some other things before that. I think like Elf and Lied and crap. Like Mango and I watched some of that stuff together. Yeah. But but like um, Code Geass was the the big opener, and I was just like, dang, this is freaking awesome. I'm not gonna talk Code Geass spoilers because not enough time has passed for that one yet. But mm-hmm. um, for Attack on Titan, I don't know really. Like so, I I I love I really like the some of the drama, the action sequences. It definitely has some of that action sequence anime stuff. But then it also felt like there were certain seasons that had just a bunch of downtime. I mean, I didn't mind the downtime stuff because there was still mm-hmm. like political intrigue or mysterious stuff happening. Mm-hmm. So it never felt like there was an episode without tension. Gotcha. Probably well, I feel like we got to bring Mango back into this. Oh, I was going to say it probably doesn't help that um, they took a long time between everything. Which, on one hand, mm-hmm. is like, what are, y- what are y'all doing? But on the other hand, it's like, oh, maybe the animators get to go home and see their families more often yeah. than someone who's pumping out content nonstop. I mean, that's fair. But as the consumer, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but, like, Mango, where do you land on this as far as anime stuff? Is it in your top list? Is it not even close where does it sit for you i feel like if i had a top list i don't even know what they would be there's others that i like way more but i feel like if it was like a top 10 situation it would be like low top 10 low top 10 yeah i don't know what exactly that top 10 is but tokyo ghoul i'm not counting the anime that doesn't count Uh just the manga (laughs) Season one was great. Too bad there were no other ones. Uh, that one's imagi- my number one. I'm imagining how disruptive or how frustrating it would be to actually watch a top ten video where people are like, they just put Attack on Titan at like number eight. What is going on here? And then like you you count down and then like the top spot, you're like, it's a manga. It's not even an anime, right? Like, yeah. That just infuriate the internet. Yeah, I'd love to. Yo. Attack, not Attack on Titan. Tokyo Ghoul manga number one anime. They just do it as a flip book instead. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's a very short season. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask because we did mention that the manga completed three years ahead of the the anime being completed. Was, was the release like... cadence a lot more uh, scheduled and like uh, standard for the manga compared to the anime, or did it still pretty much take forever to get done? I mean, it was like once a month, which is I think the standard. Gotcha. But I think it de- also depends on the author itself, mm-hmm. and. I would assume that something like Naruto might have been every week because they're feral, but I have no idea. But I'm pretty sure Attack on Titan was once a month. That's like the usual that I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Naruto's every day at midnight. That's unfortunate. <laughs> they will release the next chapter. It's tragic. <laughs> yeah, no. I guess. That's kind of a reverse Game of Thrones. I'm going to make Game of Thrones comparisons well, here. you have to. Because um, mm-hmm. you have to. So I guess... I don't know if we're going to spoil specific things that happen in Game of Thrones, but I'll mention that the the ending was very controversial. Um, not for the books, obviously, for the show. And a lot of people disliked it. But it kind of had the reverse problem, right? Where it was... The books, the source material ran out really early, and then the shows just had to veer off into nowhere, making a bunch of stuff up. True, Uh, compared to Attack on Titan, but my understanding is George R.R. had like a, hey, here's the kind of direction where things are going. Uh Um, And I guess we don't know for sure if that's entirely what he intended, Um but a lot of the choices they made for characters yeah. did not make sense, so I'm willing to lean that it was not the case. They kind of just veered off. Yeah, I mean, like, but you could also provide, if you're the author and you're advising a show, you could be like, oh, yeah, in the final episode, uh, the the last chapter, all the heroes Voltron together, and they form some giant Viking, and that's the person that kills all the dragons and saves the world or whatever, right? But... As a show, you're not going to have any of the context to actually piece that together to make it make sense. So you might, like, do a right angle out of nowhere for no reason with no actual earned change. But to its credit, we're going to probably tear into the Attack on Titan anime. But, like, I didn't feel like that happened necessarily. I didn't get whiplash at any point in the ending. No. It wasn't whiplash for me as much as it was... So I want to say that the show adds so many good questions early on, like what was in the basement, right? The initial attack happens. We find out that the basement is very important. It has something very key to the plot, and they don't get back to it until season three, the end of season three. So the whole time you're like, what's going on? Because you're like, oh, I want to know what's going on with the mystery of the world, where Titans really come from and all that. But then they actually have satisfying answers for things. They have explanations for character motivations as things go on. So the story arc and the character arcs feel co- complete. Like they're asking questions and setting things up and then answering them later, right? Right. And then at the very end, it felt like their answers for some things were that just did not align with the show up until that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious what what was your perspective on that on that manga for uh how things came together at the end compared to character development earlier in the in the anime. Well, I think <laughs> it was a case of the author wrote in so many complex plot things that even he himself admitted he wrote himself into a corner and he's like I don't really know where to go from here. Because there's five million different concepts that are all very cool, but he didn't know how to make them all actually work in a satisfying mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm not gonna... to not to put you on the spot. Could you pick an example of like a concept like that, like a concrete something that happened maybe in the finale that uh, exploded uh, out but couldn't contract down into a satisfying manner? Why did Aaron do it? All of that, <laughs> that just that, because it, how much can I say? How much are we? Spoiling? I, yeah, I no, we're full spoilers. Full spoilers. Yeah. Okay, because he's like, 
I'm just a dumb kid with power. <laughs> and it's like, what? What happened to the whole keep moving forward thing that you were so gung-ho about, like, since episode one? Like, he said it back then, like, why is he doing this? To destroy Titans and to protect his friends? And then he's like, I don't know why I did it. <laughs> and I'm like, excuse me? What happened? Yeah. Uh -huh. it That part really sucked. Because, like, the whole time, like, you see, I mean, he starts off as, like, this this innocent boy who has no concept of the world, and then he joins the scouts, and then shit's very real, um, and he's kind mm -hmm. of forced into adulthood that way, and, like, they always have to make very important life or death choices. Um, and he was very, like, this is the plan, this is what we're doing, and then it just, it makes no sense for him to just veer off into the... I don't know. Yeah, and I know they were yeah, going... He, and... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, there was a touchstone moment, I think, early on in the anime. One of the one of the only scenes that I really went back and, like, rewatched. It was, like, the clip to rewatch on YouTube. Just like the opening for Mob Psycho 100. You just go back and you rewatch the clip because it's cool. Yeah. But it's Eren's first transformation into the Attack Titan. It's like, that is the quintessential goosebumps on the arms... This kid is no longer being beaten up anymore. Uh, he's going to kill all Titans. Like he, this is his 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 life's purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Completely abandoned. Yeah, it's just kind of, sort of earned a little bit, but it it undercuts that a lot, right? Yeah, and I know I feel like they were trying to go for the all of his friends have grown up, but Aaron is still the emotional impulsive child aspect mm -hmm. which is why there was the whole i'm just a dumb kid who got power and it's like but throughout the series you've shown like complex problem solving uh -huh. you've done some pretty uncomfortable things that would be like a mature decision like i don't want my friends to associate with me so i'm going to strategically push them further away and then it's like I feel like that shows some kind of emotional growth if that's what mm -hmm. they were going for that he's still just a kid and never grew up they didn't do a very good job at it yeah I think there's a conflicting theme there because you can't be Ocean's Eleven plan it all out and be like He's the mastermind, right? He's the mastermind trope. He has it all in control. And then you turn around to the end and you're, the end and you're like, he's an idiot. Yeah. He never had any idea what was going on. That's not satisfying. But they tried to play the mastermind card, I think. What, what, what do you think about that, Dave? I mean, yeah. Around, what is it, season four, they kind of introduced, hey, here's what the Attack Titan's power actually is. Because they really don't talk about it in the show. They'd be like, oh, the female Titan, she can strategically harden. Which, P.S., I feel like everybody can do that. that um, yeah, right. <laughs> she's female tight. She's female. We know that much. Um, she's got some knockers on her. Uh-huh. That's some it. Badoing. <laughs> it's It's actually funny because it's visually different than all of the other Titans, mm -hmm. too. So you could say, like, oh, she has knockers on her. That actually kind of is a tell, literally. Yeah. <laughs> that it's an important I mean, Titan. It's just, what, yeah, it's just called the female Titan, right? Uh -huh. I think so, yeah. <laughs> What a name. <laughs> you got yeah, the, uh, like, this monolithic titan. You got, like, the the armor titan. You have the female. I'm like, okay. <laughs> the and guess what, y'all? The female. <laughs> She's got boobies. To a lot of manga readers, this might be, you know, something of mythos, if you will. So, <laughs> female is a nice a nice attribute to add there. Um, I oh do realize yeah, it is. Sorry. It's In just the female four, titan. Yeah. It's just it's not. It's not a good name. It's, it's a bad not. Thing. You got the colossal, the attack, the founding. What in the world? Female. It's like okay. I like, guess the redditors made these. Isn't she? Wasn't like the female titan? She could kind of do a little of everything. She can inherit abilities much more easily than any other titans. I feel like yeah. you could and shrug. can summon pure titans. I feel like with you scream. You could have. Is it supposed to be like a mom? Mom's yelling at her kids. 
Maybe. I feel maybe. like you could have given it a cooler name. It's. I feel like there's some overlap with some other Titan abilities. Um, but yeah, the Attack just... Titan's actual ability is to... Is it receive the memories of all future you... inheritors of the Attack Titan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's basically yeah. like to be able to see the future in the past. Um, the past, which, present, which is future, pretty strong. I think, are all... Mm-hmm. You know it all. Yeah. yeah. Which now seeing the present's not actually that much of a superpower, I would say though. Most people do that by being awake. I, I know. mean most of the characters <laughs> in the show are blind, we should have mentioned. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like if you're giving somebody a power that is that strong of I basically have um premonition, I have knowledge of all things in time, you essentially get to determine fate. Which is literally, you have control over everything because you know everything that can happen, right? And then for them to be like, oh, well, you know, eh. It's like, no, no, no. In season four, when like we found out that you were the one who told your dad to kill that family to get revenge for his sister who was like eaten by dogs from the Mar- Marleyan soldiers, like, that was a powerful fucking moment, right? And then later you're like, mm-hmm. oh, e- uh, oops. I was just messing around, just, you know. <laughs> what do you mean? Because, again, what? it was like that push-forward thing that you were saying, Mango. Like, uh-huh. it was following that narrative, and it made sense, and it was cool and impactful when those things happened. And then he slips Aaron. on a banana peel at the end. Like, <laughs> Aaron, uh, why'd you kill Robbie your mom, Aaron? <laughs> he killed his mom to guilt Reiner, and that's about it, I guess. That's well, another I, I, thing. Didn't like, he say, like, <laughs> Reiner would have been attacked if not his mom, I guess? And he needed Reiner. So here's the thing, though. Why? Why could it not have been any other person? How else will yeah. you gaslight Reiner? <laughs> yeah, and couldn't Reiner, like, literally have defended himself as a literal Titan inheritor? So maybe at that point, he couldn't really give away his incognito role. Um,. Yeah. So that might have been a possibility. But it's just yeah, it's one of those things if you have knowledge of all things and all choices, why would you do these stupid ones? But yeah. Introducing something like that into a show just makes it for like here are the all the possible plot holes with messing with timelines. Yeah. Yeah. Time is it's wibbly wobbly nonsense. It's a trope. I'm not a big fan of some anime can pull it off. Steinsgate, choice. <gasps> Excellent use of time. It's so good. But like it's it's it is a double-edged sword. It's a it's it's a sword that's entirely made of edges. Like the cross guard, the the hilt, the pommel, all of it. It's a hundred percent edge. And it's so easy to mess up, right? Cause you could try to tell your audience, hey, the reason Aaron did all this stuff is because of butterfly effect. But you're like, but yeah, well, why does the butterfly only fly into active fans, right? Like, it seems like something else should happen <laughs> at some point. Why is it that the best possible outcome is everything went wrong the entire time? <laughs> yes. Yes. Because the show is not, like, a happy one. It's not like at the end of a given episode, they're like, hey, we're all having, you know, cake and tea and hanging out. It's like there's always some shit going down. There's always like, oh, three people died this episode. Like, it's always very grave stakes for everybody. Mm-hmm. I do feel you should hand it back to Mango for a second. What were the things you particularly found dissatisfying about the final episode? Oh, I should have wrote this down. There's a list. Okay. <laughs> uh, you don't have to see. list everything, but enough to, you know, keep the conversation going. I'll put down three. I'll start with the first one. It's not really the ending, but it's just one that I think about a lot, and it's Annie. And how she was crystallized for three years, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, she was considered a traitor to the people on the island because, you know, she tried to kill everyone. Um, How come no one talked about it when... She was uncrystallized, and, Mm -hmm. like, they just kind of were like, oh, that's okay. And then she just got a boyfriend out of it. (laughs) So, 
So that's one that it's not really like I have a problem with it, but it's like, hey, what what happened here? Are we not going to talk about it? Yeah, um, that one did feel a little bit odd. My, if I'm going to play Devil's Advocate, I think it's because they're eventually realizing like, hey, we have to stop this cycle of who started the fight here and then mm-hmm. people are just, you know, taking turns getting revenge type thing. And so they're like, hey, we get it. It wasn't you. You're just following orders type thing. That's what I assume. It's just no one ever brings it up. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny. And I'm like, it's fine. It's not that important, but it was kind of like a big deal at the time. So I was like, yeah. Okay. We're just not going to talk. It's fine. Um, it's like a shifting of importance, right? That's the reason it feels mm-hmm. dissatisfying, is because it was something the show said was important. But then with the velocity going into the finale, they're like, we're not going to, we're not going to address this. Yeah. We're just, just, just pretend they're like high school students. Like <laughs> just <are>. dramatically <laughs> trauma accidentally bumped their hands into each other. Oh. There is a <laughs> high school AU. Uh, or alternate AU? universe. <laughs> oh, Australian universe. <laughs> For people who don't go on Tumblr. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, there's a high school alternate universe. I yeah, Attack on fun. Titan as a slice of life <laughs> anime would change it a little bit, I mm-hmm. think. All right, I'm going to go with number two. Sure. Um, a little more important. And it's everyone loves Aaron in the yeah. sense that, you know, they're appropriately upset and sad, but they're sad because, oh, my bestest buddy is dead and not Mm -hmm. wow my childhood like friend compatriot soldier child soldier um just did a genocide of most of the world Mm -hmm. and i'm like ooh, i don't i don't like that (laughs) yeah it it does feel kind of weird for them to be like but our friend. And meanwhile, eighty percent of the world's population fucking yes. gone. Yeah. Right. And Reiner's like, "What yeah. a man you are!" And it's like, "What uh-huh. does that mean, Reiner? What does that mean?" Why Aaron's would you say actively that? eating babies in the background. Is there like we can save him? <laughs> you know, like, oh uh, yeah. Nah, I don't know about that one. Chief. I can change him. I can change him. <laughs> <laughs> I can yeah. fix that boy. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that. It just felt disappointing. Where it's like, did these people learn anything? Do they experience complex emotions at all? Yeah. So I it's not like believable, that. right? It, it kind of yeah. ruins verisimilitude in the anime, right? Because yeah. it's like, how many war crimes would your would your best friend need to make before you would be like, maybe they should go to prison? <laughs> If we can't do How that, maybe times? the death sentence, right? How many times? Fun How fact many of your for other anyone... friends? <laughs> yeah. For anyone who didn't read the manga, um, so in the anime, when Armin and Eren are talking in brain space, um, and, you know, he's sitting on the ground crying, like, I don't know why I did it. Um, in the anime, Eren says, you know, we're we're gonna go to hell together, which mm-hmm. is significantly well, Armin does, better. Right? Yeah, Armin says that, which is significantly yeah. better than what Armin said in the manga, which is "Thanks for becoming a mass murderer for our sake." And mm-hmm. it's so bad. It feels like one of those um, like trolley questions that got out of hand. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. would yeah. you? Um, touch the trolley. If if you don't do anything, your three best friends, or maybe five best friends, are going to die. Uh, if you do touch touch the trolley switch, eighty percent of the world's population will die. And you're like, uh-huh. oh well, I of course move the trolley to save my friends. And that's just yes, how right. it played out. And then our or the arm is like, oh, thank you. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's really just another. Make any sense. It's just another part of the. It just it doesn't feel genuine. I don't know. It feels it feels just all wrong. 
Like, if one of my very close friends committed genocide, I would be sad in the sense that it's like, wow, this person I thought I knew has just committed an atrocity and not, oh no, my friend's going to go to jail now. I guess I won't get to talk to him anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'll move on to my number one. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I I just want to interject real quick here. That, like, it's also, not only does it feel like an unrealistic human emotion to react to your friend going full Rambo like that, (laughs) um, like, it actually undermines later in the episode when they're finally like okay let's kill him like all right we're not gonna pull any punches anymore we literally have no more mans to die <laughs> right <laughs> although like no one dies in the finale which doesn't make any sense but like uh even when they resolve to kill him it's like it's so undercut by like well yeah that that work item was due two years ago, right? Like, why, <laughs> why did you not do this? <laughs> right? Uh-huh. I keep yeah, finding, finally... you know, like, these freshly dug graves for, like, the neighborhood cats in uh, in Aaron's backyard. And it keeps writing these uh-huh. uh, awfully disturbing things in his uh, diary. That's fine. That's good. Uh-huh. My best it. friend told me that he's going to commit genocide. That's weird, right? That's probably fine. Yeah. Maybe we should hang out more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't talked to him lately. Let's Aaron's like, stay to. on Parody Island tomorrow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't come to school. Don't come to Morley. <laughs> it's, yeah, the whole thing just felt so weird. Yeah, I actually didn't yeah. notice that. Yeah, I guess nobody actually died in that final piece. Which is crazy because I really enjoyed how they had an ending for Hanj or Hanji in the previous part of the final episodes. Oh yeah, because like she Adapt went out something. taking down like colossal titans, which is insane. Um, she took out several of them and she eventually just burned up because they're colossal titans. But she bought enough time mm. to like help them get out, and it was like an important thing. And she had already done a lot up until that point. Um. And then everyone else is like, eh, we'll be okay. <laughs> right. What if we just removed all of that gravitas for the finale? <laughs> what if none of that existed? And mm-hmm. people are just functionally immortal, even though they're up against, like, literal bone clones of, like, all of the Titans before them. Like, nobody dies during that sequence somehow. Like, yeah, they get the crap beat out of them, but they're not, like gods right like they're not supposed to be better than any of those other titans oh i have a question why did zeke not leave the brain space because he was only like there because he was depressed right and then armin shows up he's like hey do you want to get out of here it's like oh yeah let me leave and call some friends what let me show you my leaf did i did i misunderstand any of that (laughs) or is that exactly how it played out I'm trying to remember why he was there in the first place. Did he die? Oh yeah, he did. Wasn't he just like a head? Well, Zeke got trapped in there when him and Aaron initially like held hands. Touch tips. Um, oh, yeah. So it was the merging of the Founding Titan and the Attack Titan. And then they met in that brain space thing, which I think is called the Paths. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. he was planning to like lock Aaron there until... He, you know, went through the euthan- slow euthanasia plan of just not allowing them to have any descendants. Um, and then Aaron's like, ah, but a twist. And then he locks Zeke in there. So Zeke's technically like right. trapped in there. Mm-hmm. But then I Armin comes like- in and he's like, do you want to just leave? Yeah, I think in the anime, at least, they don't really imply that he's locked there so much as he has no more faith in his plan. And then oh, okay. beyond that, he, he's not like he so he's not even doing the euthanasia plan anymore. He's just like Aaron is so much more capable, but also he has no reason to leave in the anime. He's just like, there's nothing out there for me. And then Armin's like, I showed you my leaf, please, you know, whatever. <laughs> showed you my leaf, please. He's like, this is, <laughs> is this a baseball? And you're like, 
No. <laughs> no, it's not. But yeah. And I don't know. It's Yeah. I I don't hate the trope of that of like, oh, we we found a way to motivate the person who was downtrodden. It's not a bad trope, but you need to have more more nos, more fuel you can actually like inject there to make it meaningful. Cuz some blonde hair kid who like is just like way too positive like uncomfortably positive like he works at chick-fil-a that's <laughs> that's who armin is um is not really a justified reason to to wake up the the bad guy and make him fight for the good guys in the grand finale right yeah it's just odd um i am loving the negativity i do want to spend some time focusing on some earlier parts of the show, was there like a standout moment or something you thought was really either awesome, a re- very cool reveal, super well animated, or just like a, a moment that stands out for you where it's like, oh shit. It's probably the basement. So that's the only reason I read the manga. It's because they took a million yeah. years to get there, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't have to wait. <laughs> I could mm-hmm. just go read a book. Right. Find out myself. That was pretty hype. If something makes you read a book, you know it's mm-hmm. you know it's got its its talons in you, right? Yeah, I was so mad because <laughs> <laughs> they teased it, and then that season came along, and they still didn't go in the basement. So mm-hmm. I was extra mm-hmm. mad because the first time they teased it, I'm like, I'm just gonna read, and then I never got around to reading the manga. Then that season that the teaser was in, they didn't go in the basement yet. So I was like, I'm extra mad now. I was promised a basement. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I actually read the the manga then. I I know Dave said like, hey, we're being really negative. Let's focus on some of the other things. But to keep the negativity going for a second, mm-hmm. I kind of have the I have the feeling in the world building for the basement. Anytime that there's a question that's introduced like well in advance, and it's a very foreground question, right? It's like if it's like in your top three list of questions about whatever type of media you're consuming. In this case, the basement, right? Very a lot of intrigue. What's going on there? But then anytime like you don't really touch on it for an extended period of time in the fiction, I start to get this like this inkling suspicion that you also do not know what's in the basement, right? Like (laughs) (laughs) that you will find out at some point and then we'll find out, but you don't know yet. So you're just riding that question, right? Yeah. Do you guys think that was maybe at play for for some elements of Attack on Titan? I want to say no. I think that'd be more likely for something like the show Lost, where they oh. were clearly lost on where the show was going. Um, <laughs> yeah. That wasn't even supposed to be the name. <laughs> that was, that's just how, what the writers reacted to, and they're like, where are we at? Uh, lost. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ship it. Yeah, I, mean, I think they always had a manga. Two seasons, so... I think they had a manga to go off of. I think they were just real slow about it. Oh yeah, I guess I'm I'm just saying not just for the anime, but also for the manga because this anime, for good and ill, pretty much did track the manga, right? Mm. Oh yeah, it was pretty spot on. Yeah, which I mean, it's a decision. Well, <laughs> I talked to somebody at a party a couple of years back. I remember being very upset um, in that discussion with them. Because this is around when um, the basement finally happened. They're like, oh yeah, I was mm-hmm. really into Attack on Titan. And then there's like the whole basement thing where like, oh, there's like not even, it's just an island. And they're part of like a bigger actual world. That was just so dumb. I'm like, that's actually really fucking cool in my eyes. Yeah. Because uh-huh. this is the entire scope you have of the world in this anime is this island. Um, and then you find out, oh, there is this larger world and it's just modern society. Um, right so i think it was well planned out and they did a cool reveal of it so i liked it personally um mm-hmm. yeah i would agree that was i would agree hype. with that that was uh that's that's the way that you keep people interested in a story where 
the point is questions are being asked and answers are being provided is you continue to expand the scope of the questions. These are just kids. They're assaulted by Titans. The, the These are just kids. The walls are made of Titans. These are just <laughs> kids. Some of them are Titans, right? Like, And it just keep going bigger and bigger and bigger. It's not an island. It's the world. Um, it's not a lake. It's an ocean, whatever. And then you like get to the point of how do we take this grand epic scale because they have a cosmology going on at the end of this right like you're talking about the paths you're talking about um the founding titan ymir right Mm -hmm. like and all of these like larger than life characters and you're like somehow this needs to relate to something that we can actually put a nice little bow on and be like that is that is attack on titan but like everything leading up until the point where that bow actually was put on and you're like, this bow was made of poop. Like why? <laughs> <laughs> why why'd you use a poop bow for this? <laughs> I think any weirdness could partially be explained. Um with the author had an original ending in mind. Um for the anime and the manga. Um but then he saw how popular it had gotten, and he changed it. Because <laughs> his first pass with the ending was meant to be like, I wanna, I wanna hurt my audience and be real sad, mm-hmm. be real tragic. Uh, and he changed it because <laughs> he's like, I don't want to riot to come to my house. <laughs> Because I've upset, <laughs> right. I've he, upset them. he doesn't want this to be his last manga. <laughs> uh-huh. He was afraid of like making the ending bad. Or like ups mm. he was he became afraid of like upsetting people. So he changed it. Right. I feel like some weirdness along the way can probably be because of that. Which is unfortunate. I want to know the real ending. Or well right. the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'd agree there. I feel like it just... I don't know, I feel like it would have been better if it just leaned in one direction, even if it was the wrong direction, um, mm-hmm. instead of, you know, just doing, like, a, the hardest 180 on some of that at the end. Um, yeah. Like, specifically, just to call out specifically what was going on there, the final episode really tries to, and at least the theming... To redeem Aaron. Oh, yeah. And it's completely undeserved. Yes. Like, it makes no sense. It's a tonal shift that is absolute absurdity to go to, like, birds and butterflies and scenic vistas and stuff like that after everything he has done. Like, if you just did it of, like, hey, um, all that shit is finally over. It was absolutely horrible. And, hey, now we're trying to rebuild the world. Okay, that part's fine. But Aaron's not a part of that. He fucked everything up. So why is like yes. Mikasa holding his head and like, oh, I'll bury you next to that one tree we used to sleep under? Who <laughs> gives a fuck was about that? that? Was it, ne- think- it Necrokiss? Yeah. Is that what you said it was? <laughs> yeah, it was Necrokiss. And when you think about it, she's on like the other side of the world. So, girl, how'd you get there so fast? It's <laughs> just an ocean oh, apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that the finale didn't take place on like Paradiso. Yeah, no, they they had taken a boat. They took Bird Child. Um, and yeah. Mikasa's huh. like that was another gonna, hey surprise. I'm, yeah, she's like, I'm gonna go bury um, this head if y'all don't mind. And everyone's like, oh mm-hmm. my god, yes, please, take care of the boy. It's like... <laughs> take the time. It's like, just listen. <laughs> what? But yeah, they did give hints that the kid would be able to fly. Did they? Yeah, you, you notice the uptick in birds? And feathers around the kid? It's, it, no. It was the BPM. I didn't mm-hmm. notice the birds the bird from it. <laughs> the birds per minute increase substantially (laughs) although there's a lot of general bird references but Hmm. because freedom etc i'm blind to certain things i'm not like explicitly looking for it so i probably just put it over my head i didn't see it either like a bird 
Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it is pretty random. Like, oh, I can fly, Mom. <laughs> it's like, why yeah. are you a bird? For me, it's just normal. Without that context, it felt like last episode. Oh, we need this to happen. Um, they're flying in on bird now. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still Day kind of was. Apiary. <laughs> oh, those bees. Those are bees, aren't they? What's the what would be the bird word for birds? Aviary. Deus ex avian. There you go. That's the type of furry I am. Is a, a Deus ex avian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm up for those god birds. <laughs> I want those birds that dies in seven years. It's a lot of birds. Oh my god, you're right. Oh my god, <laughs> birds are titans. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> they consume other birds. Checks out. Some of them do. But Jake, I wanted to ask, what was a cool moment for the show from you, if you have one? I know it's not your favorite anime. Yeah, I mean, the one... Yeah, no, I mean, it's still excellent. Like, most of the show is still excellent. If they didn't have the finale, it would have been a lot better, in my opinion, but, yeah. I mean, I already uh, named probably one of the big standouts for me is, like, the attack on... The, the actual Attack Titan transformation mm-hmm. is pretty much going to go down as, like, one of the coolest things. I think the other the other scene for me that was, like... Because um, I'm an edgelord, and I thought it was going to mean more at the time was like when Aaron basically did his heel turn and was like, um, what is it? Is it, is it face heel turn? Something like that. Whatever. Wrestling terminology. Good guy becomes bad yeah. guy. And he starts just like killing people in Marley. And they're not even like the bad people anymore. It's very clear that he just doesn't care and he's just pursuing his goal. Because you're like, what could drive Aaron to do this? Like, it has to be some some powerful reason, and that's another big question. Only Amir that the show knows. needed to answer. Only Amir Literally knows. Literally, his answer. <laughs> and I guess what Amir don't know nothing. Yeah. Just wanted to see a necro kiss. <laughs> She's a freak. She is a freak. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that was I. That's my number one problem at the end. Ymir? Was it Ymir? The whole thing. I hate it. It makes me angry. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. even irrationally angry. This is rational anger. I thought she was like mm-hmm. a really cool character, and especially when they like fleshed out her backstory, and you get to see all yeah. those details. At that point, as like Ymir as a concept, love it. Very cool. <clears throat> and then they're like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, she was in love with King Fritz, and you're like, but why? Like, it just, that stuff doesn't track. Yeah, and then people are like, no, no, she was in love with him. And it's like, this girl was literally immortal. She didn't have to die, but she chose to die. (laughs) To, like, Mm -hmm. no longer have to deal with this dude. I don't like like being the person who ever brings up the Bechdel test, but... um, (laughs) I think this show struggles passing it for a lot of these female characters. Annie being one of them Mm -hmm. where she's like, well, you have uh, Bertolt's memories and I kind of like you. Mikasa's whole thing is just for Aaron. You talked to me a lot while I was in a coma. Yeah. (laughs) I won't talk about what else you did while I was in the coma. This uh, this crystal is awfully she was, clean. She was, she was in a protective awfully crystal. Awfully clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm glad we all went to the same place there. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I did like the the reveal in Marley hype because when they started season four, mm-hmm. was it? Um, we know that like Aaron has kind of disappeared, fucked off. I hadn't read the manga, so I wasn't aware of all this stuff. I didn't notice the hints of this person is actually Aaron. Um, but when you mm-hmm. find out, and then he's just like, yo, I fucking chopped my leg off. I've been hanging out here. It's me, motherfucker. That was very cool, because mm-hmm. I had no idea as the audience. And I was like, oh, shit. And he just erupts from the ground and just starts murdering people. Um, yeah. That is one thing that they have been good at and it's oh i didn't see that coming at all yeah. they're very they're mm. very good at it 
Yeah, until the ending, like all of the twists, I felt like, or at least most of the twists, felt pretty, pretty well placed in the universe, and also like very engaging. Yes. Like, it was very rarely something where I was like, "That was a twist," but I don't care. It was a twist. Instead, it was like, "Dang, guess I'm watching next season in five years when it comes out." Mm-hmm. Part one. Yeah, part one of next season. <laughs> How do you guys feel about the the power scaling? Do you mean like so like in the the fights that are going on or yeah, so technically like in season 1, like a lot of the people you're following are new to their ODM gear outside of Levi who's always been a god. Um mm-hmm. but they struggle fa- facing even just like normal titans. And then as it goes, right. like they're flying around shooting missiles into Titan X. Um, uh-huh. or taking out Colossal Titans like it's NBD, you know? Yeah. I'm going to be a loser, and I'm going to say the ODM gear is also, like, it doesn't make any sense. It uses Spider-Man logic, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you could fire out little cables to, like, swing on, you would not have the mobility that these people have. So it's really funny when they're just fighting, like, with a Titan in the open, and they're coming in from, like, all of these angles and stuff. I'm like, are you attaching to clouds? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> but but it um, looks cool. It looks cool. That's the only thing that really matters, I guess. Um, but you're right. It does culminate in them fighting literally all past Titans in bone form. So it doesn't get much more power scaling than that. I actually think it goes too far, though. Because, like, Titans are kind of supposed to be a threat. And by the end of it, like, these people are fighting the best Titans that have ever lived in swarms and not actually in that much danger. To be fair, 80% of the world was destroyed. Yeah, but I mean, most of the people suck compared to like the actual <laughs> scouts. <laughs> That's the thing, though, that the the difference in disparity between what the scouts are capable of doing and what everyone else is capable of doing is absolutely absurd. Well, I mean, to be fair, everyone else is not training to fight Titans their entire life. That is true. But they probably do have nukes. Because uh, they're, I think the rest of the world is like 50 years ahead in technology hmm. than the island was. Well, so See, they would have had nukes, but they found out that the Colossal Titan was basically a nuke, so they never even had the impetus to develop that technology. That's true. Because he, he's the one that gets like all big and he yes. literally can have like a nuclear explosion, right? Yeah. 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 They use uh, that fact to take out a fleet. Mm-hmm. I, I want to give you a little bit of opportunity because I know that you mentioned that Ymir was your number one. What specifically about the interactions with Ymir uh, were, did you find disfavorable, Mingo? Everything about the final episode. <laughs> Every single thing about the final episode was so bad. Because, like, her whole thing, when she bra- when Aaron breaks her free, is she's angry. And Aaron's like, you can, you're free. You can do whatever you want. You can take revenge. You can, you can murder. And she's like, I'm freaking out. I'm angry. Uh And then the ending is, oh, she needed to see Mikasa kiss her love interest's dead, like, head, knowing, because the whole thing was, even if you love someone, could you kill them? Like, can you kill someone and care about them at the same time? Because she's right. like, I guess I love my abuser mm-hmm. um, who ripped my eyes out, cut out my tongue, um, and abused me. Mm-hmm. And, and then I had get- her children cannibalize her. Yes. Don't forget about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which also, in terms of endings, that ending that explained the Titan history was my favorite one. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's like a storybook. Uh, but yet, and then it to be like, good. but she loved him. Don't worry, she loved him. And that's why she's happy. Because right. I, Mikasa something, and I'm like, 
she was, and even, like, in the final episode, they're like, oh, you know, Aaron's goal is the rumbling. He doesn't care what's going on back here. So yeah, this must be, Ym- yeah, like, this must be Ymir, like, flashing out, attacking us. It's like, okay, cool, we're sticking to it, and then all of a sudden it's, she was, she's just a girl in love with her boyfie from 2,000 years ago. And it's like, no. You've ruined Ymir. Poor Mikasa didn't stand a chance. Her character has been absolutely ruined for a while now. And it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) It makes no sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Not to bring up the Bechdel test again, but like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, but, but we will. That's but, what we're to do it. Ymir, um, <laughs> who is like obviously such a fundamental titan, was insanely powerful, was the only titan, um, met through like a symbiote type thing, yada yada. Um, mm-hmm. But then to be like an eternal slave to a guy, and then her thing is resolved because she discovers what true love is. Or something feels yeah. very unfulfilling. And like Picasso, total fucking badass. Oh, she's mm-hmm. a, a simp for Aaron at all times? And that's her whole thing, <laughs> really? Okay. And that that stuff just kind of feels a little depleting at the end. Um, yeah. Because like, all of the characters in the show, all of the main ones, are so fucking cool. And even there's a character like, I don't know, I'm not really big on this person also named Ymir and then you see Ymir's backstory and you're like oh shit they're actually a really cool character like they do a good job mm-hmm. of justifying characters and why they make their actions in the show um, what their motivations are everything and then some of them are just like eh. I'm like oh okay <laughs> like specifically for Mikasa they made a big deal about her being an Ackerman and how like that meant that she was bound essentially to assist Aaron. Um, and they infused like the finale with none of that. Like that felt like that was going to be her entire arc was breaking free of that. And it never really happened. Like, even though she kills him, so you can make the argument in a literal sense it happened, that context wasn't present in the finale. There was no buildup for that. And then she ultimately just kissed him, which would have undermined the moment anyways. So like, yeah, they brought up the whole thing with, like, the Ackerman tattoo on her wrist and how it's like, oh, you're a ro- literal royal bloodline and it never comes up again. It's like, you're immune to the Titan's powers, yep. which I think was their explanation. Oh, I, I forgot about that. Because <laughs> they never bring it up again. And I think that was the explanation for her headaches was, I don't know if this was a fan theory or uh-huh. somehow meant to be implied. But I had read that, like, her headaches were him trying to, like, erase memories. But it doesn't work, so she just gets headaches. That or it was supposed to be, like, Ymir messing with her head. Because at the end, she's like, right. that was you in my head. Like, what? Right. <laughs> what, what? Ymir was, like, assuming direct control. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to kiss the dead boy. And you're going to carry his head and put it under a tree. And then cry about it every year when you go to visit. Redhead redemption. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Animation was good, though. It was good. I like the music. Oh, yeah. Excellent intros and outros, like, across the entire board. I will say the animation was a little bit weird in... Was it either season two or three? Just the they do the a little bit of the old sword art, kind of. <laughs> yeah. um, oh yeah, it's had a bit of an art style shift throughout the season. Yes, yeah. Um, but I still really like it. I do want to go back and rewatch the entire thing again, and then maybe skip the finale. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, but just to rewatch it, knowing some of the context of what's going to happen and what hints they leave. Um, but I really like the story arc and how everything goes. It is very cool. It is very hype in my eyes. Uh, I just feel like the ending was kind of just hot glued together or like mass welded. So that part's unfortunate, right. but it would also take like 
a weekend, maybe like two weekends to watch the whole thing. And it took a literal decade from when it, the anime started for us to get to this point. Ten years. Just a third of our lives gone. <laughs> wasted. To the wind. It's pretty good though, I guess, overall. Not good music. <laughs> I think it was yeah. the season two outro. Is that the one I'm thinking? One of the outros um, explains the whole history of the Titans. And when you're watching it, you're like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of get it, but like you don't understand the context. And then you're like, oh, I know now. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is cool. And I will say, with all of the negativity, I mean, like, almost all the negativity I have for the show is just because of the finale. Yeah. Without that, like, it's still it's still a really good show to watch, mm-hmm. right? I'm only upset because it was so good. And then it mm-hmm. just kind of farted all over the place at the <laughs> end. Died. It was just, yeah. just gassy. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, I don't know if I want to be here for this. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm only upset because I care. Yeah. I think that's 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 a slightly positive way to think about it, right? The ending would not be nearly so disappointing if the rest of it were not so good. Yeah. Right? Like it was so good. And then it just Yeah, like you won't hear me complain about the show Velma. Um <laughs> or sorry, the new school. <laughs> it's not fucking, worth the effort. Um Yeah, because I don't care about it. I wasn't invested. But, I mean, we've talked about this with video games as well. Mm-hmm. The reason we want to critique and criticize is because we want the best version of something that we really care about. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, when we talk about, like, love Baldur's Gate 3, wish it didn't have these bugs. The reason I'm willing to talk about those bugs is because I care about the game. And it detracts from my enjoyment of it. Right. So what if it's a game I hate anyway? There's no point in talking about it. <laughs> That's true. I'm not invested. Yeah, we're we're not up here spending an extensive amount of time critiquing like Fallout seventy six or something like that, right? It's it's not not worth the time. I could have thought of a better game, but I was like, what is like the absolute? Oh, Redfall, Redfall. There you go. We don't talk about all the problems in Redfall. <laughs> Nobody cares. There's there's a certain amount of honor that you lose when you kick someone when they're down, which means you would lose ex- exponentially more honor if you're kicking them while they're dead. So they're already <laughs> right? down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but hopefully we've successfully dissected the uh, the final episode enough. I I would say I think we got more out of this than I thought we were going to. I didn't I, know it was going to take. I still have the full time. Yeah, there's it's more to say, honestly. It's hard to um, not. We didn't even touch on his story. That's the thing, though. I feel like <laughs> most of this was actually the finale. Like, we talked about some other things and how it wrapped together. But now I understand why some people have shows where it's like, let's talk about this episode, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's doable. Yeah, we didn't even talk about history. Spanish history specifically. That's okay, though. Her story. Uh-huh. Yeah, Historia <laughs> didn't actually have that much to do <laughs> with the finale either. So no, that they kind of ditched that plot line real yeah, fast, which is a shame. <laughs> Let's make her have a baby. Cut away, cut ones. away. Why were? Uh, why was she pregnant again? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, uh, <laughs> she, she had sex. I guess <laughs> we'll imply it. There you go. She won't die a virgin. Got it. <laughs> uh, <man. Got> <laughs> like Aaron, way better. <laughs> Way better than Scout from TF2. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, thank you for coming on once more, Jenny. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, Jenny, Mango, whatever you go by. I don't know. Nobody We're only knows. married. Um, so, yeah. I mean, the show would have been uh, significantly uh, less. We'd have a, a lot less expertise and clout without you here, so we appreciate that. Thank you. I've um, been waiting appreciate you coming on. two and a half years to talk about this with people. Uh-huh. I've had a lot of opinions for a long time, <laughs> and I'm I, so I glad can... that everyone got to experience um, what I thought was one of the biggest disappointments. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I can glad attest can to this after that. we were done watching the anime. 
she immediately went to Titan Folk and was like, we're just looking at the top <laughs> memes over the last three years. <laughs> I can share memes. I'm so happy. Yeah, kudos for sitting on that for that long, because I'm not a patient man. Um, that would drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Listen, when I buy gifts for people, like I did this with Ian, I got him a present and I immediately sent him a picture like I got you a gift. <laughs> so I've really been working on that. Uh huh. Yeah, no, appreciate it. Um, if you guys out there have requests for the episodes that you want us to cover, um, feel free to send those requests in. Uh, pretty much all of Star Trek's already taken, I'll say that. But there's a lot of other stuff out there. Send those requests in to soapstonepodcast at gmail.com or you can join the discussion on Facebook at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night. I'll see you next week. Wink. <laughs> <laughs>